Hello, friends. This is the One Coach Podcast where we share real people transformation stories from the world. This is your host, Jackson. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe so you don't miss any of our actions. Today, I'm with our guest, Nariz Hieto. She is a career coach based in Hong Kong. Nariz is originally from Curacao. She studied social science, HR development, as well as law in the UK and the Netherlands. Before becoming a recruiter and HR business partner, she ran a domestic violence advice service in London. In 2017, she transitioned into a full-time career coach in Hong Kong and launched her practice, The Career Lounge, helping clients navigate their career at different life stages. Her work and ideas have been widely featured on media, including China Daily, Sassy Mama Hong Kong, as well as Saikong and Clearwater Bay Magazine. So without further ado, let's go to the show. Okay, so yeah, uh, good evening, ladies, Choi and Nerys. I'm happy to have you guys here um, to have our um, podcast. Um, yeah, so let's jump right into it. So um, Nerys is a career coach based in Hong Kong. Um, so Nerys, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself for the people that actually don't know about you? Well, yeah, so I'm Nerys Gito. I've moved to Hong Kong approximately three years ago. And I um, have set up my coaching practice in Hong Kong uh, back in September 2017. Uh, Prior to moving to Hong Kong, I used to be a social worker. I managed the domestic and sexual violence helpline. Um, And then I transitioned into um, doing recruitment and HR business partnering. Um, So this is basically my third career. Um, initially in Hong Kong, I started coaching women who are going back to work from a career break, and um, I've since expanded my practice to work with people in different um, phases of their lives and careers to help them better navigate their careers. So, yeah. Yeah, great, great. Very, uh, very good intro for people to know about Nariz. Um Yeah, so actually, as a career coach, I think the first question that I have is that, what is a career coach? I mean, we... We hear the terms a lot. What what is the definition of, of a career coach? Gosh, I okay. I have to be completely honest with you. I I don't know like the straightforward navig- um, definition of what a career coach is, because I trained as an executive coach. That's what my certification is in. Um, but what I end up doing, and that's why it makes most sense, is to help people make decisions in their careers. I think, at, uh, and, and you know, and, and this is partially um, based on my own experience of navigating my careers. But you know, in early stages, is working out what you actually want to do, perhaps. Or or struggling to um, feel like you're fulfilling your full potential, uh, struggling to find the right direction. These are the kind of things that a career coach can help individuals do by helping them to raise their self-awareness mm-hmm. and um, really um, sort of unpicking what's important to them and then finding the way and coming up with practical plans and solutions to um, achieve their goals. And you think that the term executive coach is not, is not covering uh, all you do 
No, so executive coaching is, as the term says, it's this this stands this the training program I followed was to work with you know senior executives, mm. uh, whereas my work I since I moved to Hong Kong I focused on people in different stages and levels in yeah. careers and not just executives. I that, that's a market that too limiting. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah well it's you know it. it I'm sure that it, it can be diverse in its own way, but I you know, I have this thing as well, and being from my background in terms of being a social worker and things like that, that I like to help people where the help is not always available. And I think when it comes to coaching and executive coaching, lots of executives get this provided to them by their company. What my coaching practice is about is making coaching accessible to anybody mm. who is willing and able and want support um, in their careers. Yeah, and you and don't need to be executives. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not okay. just being a high-flying, high-paid executive. It's 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 about because I I believe that there is um, so much that you can do, and um, you know the, the the support that you can give people can really be transformational. Um, and it's not just for the people who have yeah already made it in some way or the other. Yeah. So it's interesting. I think you're talking about sort of the uh, more. Uh, underprivileged uh, segment would you say like people that don't usually have access to this kind of service and they need help uh, no not necessarily it's more that um, uh, not not quite the underprivileged because um, you know that that's quite a intent big term um, no so coaching it, it's a paid service and I, 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 I run a private practice so it would be disingenuous for me to say that I'm trying to serve the underprivileged I would probably have to do that for free because coaching is not cheap um, but it's more for people who are you know professionals who are midway in their careers who have a source of income but they don't get the same level of investment necessarily in their development through leadership development programs for example um, that can come to me and I can help them to find their ways because some people just end up in uh, in a company where um, you know their potential is not being recognized or their values are just not aligned and they don't have access to the same kind of Support. Yeah. Support. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're either on that track, you know, the talent track or not. And it's yeah. for people who may not be on that track. And who need actually you help the exactly. most. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so my coaching is about helping. Yeah. Or people who work for smaller companies yeah. um, where they don't have fancy programs that offer this kind of support. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, so, so for example, if... Um, a, uh, a lost soul or um, someone just come to you and say hey um, I have these big goals and I cannot achieve them I feel pretty lost uh, how do you begin the process of helping that person um, how do I begin I begin with asking a lot of questions actually and just say you know and, and um, trying to work out yeah, I mean, if they have a clear goal, because uh, actually it's funny you say that they have these big goals, because sometimes a lot of people don't know what these goals are. Um, what they tend to come to coaching with is actually a feeling of, um, you know, that, that there is that, that lots of my clients lack that clarity about where the direction that they want to go. So the starting point can be to actually try to visualize where you want to go, what, what is it that you want to achieve, and what is really important for you. Because sometimes people have these goals, for example, like, oh, okay, I feel like I should be doing better in my career by now. I feel like I should be 
at the more senior level, but I'm just stuck here. And then when you have conversations with them and you ask them certain questions or you go through uh, particular exercises and things like that, you realize that that is just a goal that society has put on them, yeah. like being, becoming like a senior manager, but they may not be what's important to them at all. And that's where, why they're actually stuck because they are, um, they might be conflicted in terms of what um, they what think they, really they should be doing yeah. and what they actually really want to do for themselves. So coaching is really about helping people to define their own path right. and you know setting their own journey. You know, supporting people to do that. Right. So would you? Would you would you would you do something like you, you go very deep, for example, into finding out what is the core motivation for the person to be happy, to find you know like 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 purpose in life, and because when you say okay, most mm -hmm. people basically think you know I'm I'm with this job, I want to move up. Everybody want to move up, mm -hmm. but you're saying that uh, there's actually a lot. But move uh, up, um, the, I mean, everyone has that different interpretation of moving yeah. up. Yeah, and and plus also like Nerys was also saying like uh, these days there's also many different paths you can mm -hmm. go horizontal. You can yeah. jump into you know can jump into different mm -hmm. industry. Uh, you can you can start many many different things, yeah. right? So. Um, yeah, so so I think my, 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 my question is how do you guide people through that jungle of options, you know? Like yeah. how do you help the person find <laughs> It's sort of like the path, the path. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but there is no deep path, mm. as you say. You know, and, and it's helping them recognize that. And um, I think you know, and career is only one part of life. So when you say you know, it's about helping people find their purpose or whatever. I think the, the, the work that I tend to do with clients is to try to work out what do you also practically need, um, because you know, so somebody might. I don't know. I mean, there are very few people that can say that they can work just for the purpose or because they just want to feel happy. Sometimes, you know, lots of us have bills to pay and things like that. So it's helping people find that sweet spot between um, on, you know, doing something that is meaningful for them. But meaningful can actually be maybe doing a job that doesn't make you, f you know, it wouldn't be your ideal job. You know, the ideal job might actually be to become like a writer. But, you know, to start and actually earn money from that, that's almost, you know, if you've never done it before, it's impossible. So it's more like, okay, so actually I'm doing this job because I need to, you know, it, it enables me to provide for my family. It enables me to do this. It enables me to do that. Is this the only job that I can do at this moment that meets all of that, all of my wider needs? So it's that combination of, um, so you touch probably a lot of uh, yeah, about private. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, it, it needs to be together yeah, 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 because yeah. your career is just a part of your life, so yeah. and all these the, the, the different elements need to work together. So, so yeah, so it happens. I think in in coaching that you talk about a lot of their yeah private stuff as well, or that they come to you with career stuff, but it ends up maybe that things it can, are sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it depends because my yeah. It, yeah. it depends. Got it. So it's um, it's very personal and uh, it's quite holistic, right? Because you kind of yeah. have to look at the different pieces, right? Yeah. Different, different pieces of, of somebody's life. Uh, any recent stories you can share with us? Um, 
a no name client, basis. Yeah, of course, with a no name basis, unless uh, the person want to be named. Uh, any any specific example where you mm, feel like yeah, maybe oh, a major transformation, major transformation, or maybe an insight yeah. that was really yeah, yeah. Some yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah. No, so before I move on to that, just to say about the, it, it's I, I mean I might give the impression that it's all very personal, but it depends on how much a person is willing to share as well. Yeah. Because my coaching, my my programs tend to be quite short. And really focus, yeah. and really focus on that career Narrowing stuff. So, there, so whilst in the back of my mind there is an opportunity to go deep into personal life, it can also be really focused. Like, okay, I haven't worked for um, when it's going back to work coaching, for example. I haven't worked for four or five years, and I just want to figure out um, what I'm going to do next. Am I going to start my um, go back to my old industry? Am I going to start this new venture that I have in mind? Or something like that. And if it's things like that, we may not necessarily go into, oh, what's happening with your family? It can actually be, okay, you know, what what, what do you need right now? And what's available? And what's important to you? Um, well, so a major transformation has been a, a client of mine who um, was in this situation. She'd been out of work for a couple of years, um, raising her young family and um, she was trying to decide exactly as I just pointed out whether or not to go back to her old industry or start a new venture and as it happened um, after the first session we were able to um, establish you know what her core values are and what's important to them and one of the things you know the option that she was the most nervous about was to start her own new venture and she barely mentioned that. And I'm so glad that I asked her at the end of, towards the end of the session, I said, so tell me more about it. And, um, you know, she, I, I, you could tell that from our conversation, she was growing in confidence because I actually thought it was a really nice idea. It, it really sort of resonated with me. And um, uh, between that and our next session, um, I told her about the program for founders and entrepreneurs, and she went on that program and she's launched a business. So we met in July, she launched the business in December. Um, and yeah, as I said, this was one hour of coaching, information, and new business. So we weren't able to meet until she actually, after she launched her company. And uh, the company is Campfire Crates, and that um, it's a prescription-based uh, boxes uh, for children who are in, uh, brought up in international families to bring them back in touch with their old cultures. Right. Which is very relevant now. Very relevant. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yes, we can't travel, so to yeah. receive yeah, we, a box spots, uh, with uh, where you, goodies from, from or things exactly. that remind where you're from, that is yeah, hmm. really relevant. Hmm. But unbelievable that yeah, yeah, an hour of coaching really transformed a life. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, I mean, I would love to take credit for it, but it was—it's a mixture of things, and this is what coaching is. You know, to, you facilitate things, but in order for people to make the most out of coaching, you need to be willing to yeah. do things as well. You need to be willing to act. Coaching is not passive. It's not about having an expert come and tell you exactly what to do. I don't give you that. That's not what coaching is about. Coaching is about helping you to find your way. And yeah. if possible, provide you with information. And those who are able to take that and ride with that, not amazing open, things. Yeah, yeah. Not and amazing things can happen with that. Yeah. So, so what would you say are maybe some of the key obstacles, right, for people to sort of turn on that switch? Maybe somebody had an idea; she wasn't very sure. Hmm. Like, what, what, what are the main obstacles for people? 
they already have some goals in mind, but they just cannot do it or, you know. I one of the things that I find is that um, lots of people leave ideas in their head. Mm. And if you just leave thoughts and ideas in your head, um, you all your head is constantly doing is talking yourself out of it. Mm. Because um, often making an idea happen or making something happen requires you to make some changes. It requires you to step into the unknown to a certain extent. And that is uncomfortable. And people... But Jackson is not suffering from that. Um, not yet. <laughs> yeah, but maybe after this podcast, I'm going to re- reevaluate. I, I didn't know how podcasts, how hard podcasts are actually um, to do with uh, very smart co-hosts and uh, great guests. Um, yeah. Yeah, but but you you uh, you you're saying like it's uh, it's it's just don't people get get the ideas stuck in the head. No, 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 the idea is not... No, so if you have... A lot of people don't do anything more with the idea than leaving it, just thinking about it. So something magical about finding someone to listen to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So sharing it is a first... Exactly, so sharing the idea and then actually taking the first step because some ideas are so big that just thinking about it, whilst Mm. it can excite you, it might also terrify you. Whereas getting there, so realizing that getting there might just be that taking some steps towards that idea, taking small, small steps, doesn't mean that you're making that terrifying jump or that huge leap. You know, if you, there are many steps. So for example, if it comes to changing a career, Mm -hmm. some people think, oh, I really don't want to do this anymore. I really, really hate this. I don't want to do it. But, oh, I really don't. Lots of people do, but then they, 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 they just think, but I don't know what else to do. So that's it. And yeah. it stops there. Yeah. yeah. Whereas there's so many things you can do before you actually quit your job and change your career. Like yeah. finding out um, a little bit more about that other career that interested you when you were 18 or whenever. Yeah. Or doing research and all of that. That, that doesn't... All it does is provide you with information to make the decision either easier or help you decide that it's not the right path for you. And coaching can help with bringing all of that out. You have been coached yourself. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's part of coaching. And in so, yeah, this whole journey in personal development for me didn't start with coaching. It started with my master's in human resource development and consultancy, which was, you know, and, and that course started with us doing a lot of st- work on personal development. Because you can't develop other people if you don't know how to develop yourself. So sure, working yeah. out what your values are, what your strengths are, what your leadership style is, you know, all of that. Oh, right, right. Um, Have you been coached? Sitting? Have you been coached? Have you tried coaching? Have yeah, I, I, I actually haven't. I had some like um, unofficial men- mentors in my life, but not like an official coach. Wow. Yeah. But I, I like the idea of like just getting having someone you can go to to brainstorm ideas. Yeah. Um, you know, that's really good, right? So sometimes <laughs> I, I come to you. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I come to you and say, hey, I have this crazy idea. And, you know, sometimes people ignore you. Sometimes people say, that's a shit idea. Sometimes yeah, people yeah, yeah. say, that's the best idea. But you're not never going to make it happen because it's so hard, right? So mm, like, yeah. Yeah, to just bounce bounce it off for someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. But th- that's where coaching is actually different because a, a coach is a, a real coaching is not about telling people if their idea is good or not. It's yeah. just to help you work that out for yourself. 
because some ideas a lot often when people tell you if that something is not doable or doable or not doable, it's based on their own experience and their their experience may not necessarily their be fears yours. Or their I'm pretty values. sure that if I told yeah. people a couple of years ago I'm going to start my own coaching practice in Hong Kong they would be like you're crazy that's never going to happen mm-hmm. I mean even till now people say that nobody pays for coaching but yeah, I want I to ask still you about it. There yeah. are some people who are, um, yeah, who, who are not open to it, right? So you also meet those people. Who are not, not open to coaching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But luckily, because of the way that I try to attract my clients, clients only come to me if they want coaching. Yeah, sure. But Whereas I think if, you, if I was going, yeah. Or I also spoke to people about coaching and mm-hmm. some people are really not open to it. No. Yeah, but there is a lot of misconception about yeah. coaching as well. I think some people think it's like counseling, and that there must be something really wrong with you. Not that counseling, <laughs> but people sort of anything that they think is to do with mental health is like you know people who are desperate or who are you know somehow weak or somehow are unable to. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that you're imper. You, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, so that's very old-fashioned, very I have to say. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, so 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 I fully mm-hmm. agree. So that's why, like, at the beginning, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, what is the definition of pers- uh, sorry, career coach? Mm-hmm. Because a bit different people can interpret it differently, and then some people that might not even fully understand what no, what right. that what that career yeah, what yeah, that yeah. job does might yeah. might just be completely biased, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so um, actually. Uh, of course, we have to talk about COVID nineteen, right? So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, in this situation, right? Like, there is what, what? What do you see out there? How you know do people? Like, what, what's really happening out there with the people that you're talking to uh, under this big crisis? Um, well, there's a lot of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, I just did uh, various. Um, uh, uh, sorry, I just did a stint of coaching for. Are you guys? You yes, you're happy. Um, I <laughs> I've been coaching um, MBA, uh, HKU MBA students uh, in the past couple of months, and and the the reality as it is now is completely different than what they probably expected when they enrolled on the program. Oh, and yeah, a lot of the yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and and lots of people who signed up for coaching with me are people who are using the MBA as a vehicle for making a career transition, and uh, we're hoping to be able to access certain internships, but internships have been put on hold. Um, you know, even doing uh, international sort of. Um, how do you call that? So they have an exchange system um, program exchange with, program. Uh, yeah, yeah, with I think it's the London School of Economics. I'm not sure. Um, that that's been put on hold, you know, or just postponed sure. till the next term. So there's a lot of uncertainty, and people just you know, people are losing jobs. But yeah. So that's, uh, do we have statistics? How many how many people are losing their job? Have lost their job in Hong Kong yet? I'm sure there are. Yeah, undisclosed uh, yeah. huge number. But it's not only sure losing jobs, out. right? Also losing yeah. businesses. That's right. Co- yeah. Companies are closing down. Yeah. Lots and lots of companies are closing right, down. Right. So yeah, yeah hard times. Yeah. 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 So like, so do you do you do you see people coming to you um, asking for advice on how do they maybe switch to a different career? For example, if they're in retail, you, you own a small shop, mom and pop shop. You know, no traffic, 
even if you get the little subsidy from government, you know, like yeah, yeah. you would you would be end up just shutting it down, right? So yeah. they will have to look for some option, right? That's right. Like like what 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 should like what should people be thinking about these days now? Like many of them have to be kind of they're forced into making decisions. Yeah, right. right. Before it's like when things are okay, you don't have to think about it. Right. So a lot of like sort of like you, do you encourage people to how do you guide people through that process of finding the next next thing now they um, yeah. now they lost their original uh, job or business or whatever well I, I think it, it really depends on what they have been doing and where what they're looking for and uh, but I think it's there a lot of it is to be think laterally and be flexible be open-minded be, be open-minded open-minded yeah be yeah, very very open-minded coaching in yeah this kind of exactly then in the yeah then, then in calm times where you that's can right just Think about what career you want and make a shift. Yep. Now it's more about, especially when you lost Ex your job. You, exactly. You, you have to survive but, more. Then yeah. you have to actually take anything. Correct. Going from managers now maybe into, I don't know, uh, yeah. account manager at a courier service or something. That's right. That's so right. I think that the coaching is more, more, more aimed at being, yeah, stay flexible and yeah, and but the, open. But, yeah, and exactly. But this is are. this goes back in, in midst of a crisis, right? That's right. But, but it, where your values in midst of a crisis, which is different. Yeah. No, I think that the, the the value. This is the thing about values. I think your values can be quite consistent, but it's just you. It's flexibility in terms of how do you satisfy those values. So if you are, and, and uh, it's a point I was starting to make when you were saying, you know, helping people find purpose and all of that, you know, there's also the practical side of it. And I think that even without the crisis, people need to be mindful of the yeah, reality true, of true, things, true. right? So mindful of what what's true. the reality in terms of what you can actually do as well. You can have these ambitions, but what are you capable of? What's yeah, out yeah, there? Yeah, that's yeah. totally true. That's the same. It doesn't really matter if there's a crisis or not. No, I mean, yeah. Some, exactly. yeah. But it's just about the so how do you yourself should still be there. Exactly. The connection to yourself. Uh, but also, uh, I think it's just being in choice uh, or realizing that, okay, this is the, the circumstances and this is the best I can make out of these circumstances. Yeah. So, um, yes, of course, I want to be the owner of this thriving restaurant. But the reality is that, no, it's not going to happen for me now. But how what else can i do and you know is there anything that i can keep doing in the meanwhile that satisfies that need and, and what is that need about you know is it because i want to nourish people um yeah do i like cooking or what, what is it and are there other ways that i can fulfill yeah that's really that's great about it i think yeah yeah the, to find all yeah because we always think like big right yeah. you have to be I like cooking, so it has to be a successful restaurant. And but it's true. Maybe you can just do it in there your are other community ways. or or in a different way, in a more creative way that is still satisfying and making you exactly. happy without having exactly. so much financial risk or, or exactly. Yeah. exactly exactly like exactly. We always want to. Exactly. Perfect, but yeah. what, is, what is perfect? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But also, there are different paths, and, yeah. and realizing that's the thing. The, the, the and ability you're still to think on your experience. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Speaking of food, right? Like I always wonder because uh, I used to live in China for a couple of years. Yeah. And then either in China, there's like all these random ideas that hit you, all these apps, right? Mm -hmm. So remember, like there was one app that survived for a couple of years, and then when I go back and look for it, it died. And so there was one app that connects like people that uh, make homemade meals, and then mm -hmm. there is there will be like people coming. So basically, it's not like Uber. Basically, what it does is like if you're like a good chef, you can uh, people come to you and you you pre-order and then you make the meal and then people actually come to your home. 
and then you have the very special like uh, experience of eating at yeah, for example, it's still exists worldwide. I mean, I have, you have to know Hong Kong as you, well. Yeah, have you have you done it before? I, I always want to no, do it, I and then uh, I was too late to to, to, to actually try. I think I, you tried, right, Nerys? Have you been to uh, like a home home restaurant? Like a home not home? quite a home restaurant, no. So in Hong Kong, we don't we don't know that that many people that do it. I know. I think that people do, yeah, but not. It wasn't the home restaurant, but the, the oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But there, are there we not are. diverting? No, from the podcast. Okay. Oh yeah, we're Sorry. totally, well, totally diverting from a podcast, right? Because, Sorry. because, um, Sorry. yeah, because I, I yeah, you I, wanted to, let's try it one time. The yeah. living room experience. No, I mean, I tell you what, it's like almost like dinner time, so just kind of naturally, um, came, you know, kind of uh. came up that 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 thought. No, but I mean, these ideas are great because you're talking about like finding different options, right, for people, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, so there are different options out there. Yeah. No. And, and even yeah. though you shut down your restaurant, what I mean, that's you can, right. You can do it from your kitchen. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. Right. Well, it's thing. Yeah. Exactly. So that that's mindset. an example. Yeah. That mindset. So that mindset. Right? And almost. And it, sometimes it's also like a survival mindset. You know. Yeah. That I think you can. And and but I think some people, um, you know, the, the, these kind of situations can force people that have always been very comfortable mm. forces you out of your comfort zone. And of course, I mean, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not. I don't want to be lighthearted because I know some people are basically losing their livelihoods. But in general, if you're you're able, if you you know you're uh, um, you have options, yeah. it's just about yeah being open to them and and seeing the opportunities that come from the most yeah unexpected places. Right. Right. So. Um yeah, actually, um, to go off the, 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 the wreck a little bit. Um, so what kind of uh, habits have you guys picked up personally during this crisis? I, I want to share one. Okay. Um, I, think, I think I actually, we, we need to ask the audience to what kind of habits, right? Because I think this whole thing sort of forced you to become like, um, yeah, yeah, think differently, right? So right. Like, for example, are you stressed? And how do you deal with the stress? For example, right. please share uh, stories. And then I, I started like uh, doing some uh, breathing exercise and also meditation mm. in a way uh, which I never could do before. But now I have really? more time. In the morning, I actually set out like, um, like I actually set aside half an hour right. just for that before I, I actually started working. So um, what about the push-ups I saw you doing earlier? Is that um, is that something you you always did or is this new? Yeah. So the yeah. So the push-up challenge is uh, I, it, it's new. Right. Yeah, it's new. Yeah, maybe it's late. really hard to hang out yeah. with Jackson nowadays. He's doing push-ups all the time. Yeah. Like in the middle oh, it's of a challenge. Doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have like a goal: two hundred yeah. push-ups a day. No, I actually want to reach one thousand push-up a day, but I know it's going to take me wow. some time to to get there. But I realize it's actually doable. You just gotta do it a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, every... like, yeah. But this is the fun. yeah, but this is a great <laughs> analogy for everything, right? And, and sorry, yeah. if I yeah. may give you know some tips, and before I go on to my yeah. habits, because I don't think I have any new habits, um, but it's that um, <clears throat> you know being forced to change careers or whatever, do you know it will feel uncomfortable. Whatever change is uncomfortable, but if you do it often enough, it, you know things it might never become super easy or something you love doing but things take practice and effort mm. and it's the same with changing careers it's the same with sort of you know changing direction or whatever it is yeah, yeah. so just that, gotta um, do a lot yeah yeah so, 
Yeah, so let's talk about your.、Uh, I don't have any new habits.、Really? I, I'm afraid. Like, how、no. have you changed your mindset? I'm sure your your daily routine changed. I did. Well, I mean, I spent more time with my daughter, and um, and uh, you know, we got a new schedule uh, from our school district, which is really, really quite、uh, detailed, and actually that works very well for me because it just forces me to sort of I don't know I've been able to do a lot with her in much more compressed. Amounts of time, but I'm doing it focused, and and that's a big thing for me because I've always been the habit of working. I've always had that. I'm, you know, this is why I work on working, and I work as a career coach because I sort of have some sort of obsession. I really like work. I enjoy working, and I love to be sort of、uh, productive in some way.、Um, but yeah, finding a way to combine it with the homeschooling and. Um, you know, I really struggled with that, but I, I the last couple of days I feel like I've got a nice new habit around that. Because all of a sudden you had all these tasks from school that you yeah. need to yeah manage. I, I'm, just, I'm just getting SOS messages、yeah. uh, from my friend who <laughs> is stuck at home with her、um, three-year-old and is having such a hard time and yeah. It's almost impossible, I think. Trying to work at home. Yeah, to work at home and yeah. yeah, yeah, and and of course in in Hong Kong most of us have.、Um, Now most of us, are,、uh, part of us, have a luxury of having a helper. But, That's、uh, right. That's yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, if I yeah, it's really hard. I mean, being with your kid all day is already very intense. Yeah. And to be with your kid and to have to work, I would say it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah, and that gives a lot of people a lot of stress. That's right. And they feel, and it's fine that you you know you don't succeed, but that that they. They will feel really feel that they're failing, and I think that is so wrong. That、right? is horrible. I mean, it's great if you can follow the your your school schedule,、mm. and that you are able to meet your work、uh, demand,、mm. or you have a great employer. But I feel very sorry that people think that they have to meet that requirement. That's right. On、they、both sides. To, yeah, they have to meet the school's requirement. Yeah. And their work. Yeah. And、yep. that if they don't, they feel such a failure.、Mm-hmm. I mean, women already—I mean, exactly. yeah, already struggle a lot with that. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, yeah. more hard. And it, I didn't hear men complaining so much no. about it. No. So yeah, maybe you're from yes, a men's angle.、Uh, I mean, yeah. Do yeah, you feel、sure. that too? Like women will put more pressure But, on themselves.、Uh, you know, especially with with all these identities and. Will you struggle with that as well? That you feel pressure because you didn't meet school requirement in combination with your work requirement or your product productivity requirements you have on yourself? Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's very simple, right? It's like, first of all, <laughs> my、mm-hmm. my my child's school、mm-hmm. doesn't give me all this crazy schedule. Right. It's like a by week, right? So within a week, you do that. Okay. Sometimes we don't do hundred percent. It's fine. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, but you get the bulk of it, the main thing done.、Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't have the problem of like、mm. like having to fulfill all these things like two o'clock three o'clock four o'clock,、mm. but if 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 I have to do I think I would struggle probably more than you or or your friends. No 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 I'm not because not, I but, think actually it's really moms, rid- right, I, yeah I think yeah. it's ridiculous it's ridiculous <laughs> it's, then, it's finding your kid don't doesn't learn like the the normal school <laughs> stuff. They'll catch be, up next year. To, to, exactly. <laughs> What is a half year? I mean, to be with your parent and your and and of course, a parent you should keep on teaching them, but it doesn't necessarily mean 
mathematics. It can also be other stuff like yeah, cooking right. or taking care of themselves or talking about their emotions or right. just to get to know you or you know. Yeah. The, yeah. So what do you what do you say to your friend when they struggle so much with uh, with that identity like multitasking and all that stuff? Yeah. So you, you tell don't... them to. Take it easy on the school requirement. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, don't. What don't about the work yourself. bit, though? As an employer, what? How do you um, support your staff through that? You know, them. This, we have this. to say we are very flexible because okay. we are uh, flexible towards ourselves. Yeah. I mean, as, I mean, if you don't have someone at home and your kid is That's sick, right. I, you know, I have to be then at home if there's no one, right? That's and right. of course, That's you right. try to arrange your home situation That's that there right. is someone, but yeah. if you don't have that luxury, exactly. how can I demand my colleague to appear at work if she's struggling with that problem? That's right, okay. So, yeah, basically, we always are very flexible. Yeah. We have actually a, a mother who has a, a son who is struggling from birth already, mm -hmm. and uh, we're super flexible about for her to work at home. Yeah. And now, after one and a half year, we kind of actually need to support yeah, yeah, yeah. her to go come back. Maybe that's a little right. bit hard right now, but but in combination with the virus thing, yeah. I mean, health yeah. issues is very personal. Exactly. I would not. I'm not in the place to uh, force people who but, feel but scared. But of them, but I mean, to come uh, to work yeah, every day yeah. if they are feeling scared. Right. And basically, not people like. Majority of people is good, right? Yeah, yeah. Majority of, the, of people also want to do their work well. That's right. There, there are really is a very small percentage who wants to just be lazy and get paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if an employee is already in assuming that a person is doing that, there's already yeah. something wrong with the trust relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You should not be in an employment relationship with that person in if you don't trust them in the first place. How are you going to micromanage all that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, maybe you have to it, know yeah. the people you are with, right? Yeah. You don't have to know their values. Mm. And, yeah. Yeah. So I would say to all those people. Yes. It's a difficult situation. Yeah. Already, you know, to be facing with uh, the, the fear of getting being ill or not being able to see your parents already hard enough. Mm -hmm. And then to explain it to your kids also in a way that they don't get scared. Right. It's already a very big deal and to, to completely change lifestyle. So let alone to have all these requirements of work and, and yeah. homework. And I'm sure all the parents are doing what they can for their That's work. Right. They are. Yeah, right there I feel your um, sort of, maybe it's frustration or uh, you just want to help them. But sometimes it's hard because that's how the society trained a lot of people to, yeah, but, yeah. to overload themselves with all these expectations, right? That's that's what it is. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe the risk can 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 um, no. talk a little bit about talk a little bit about um, um, how do you help people with stress coming from work or coming from Korea? Because apparently, like I, I have a lot of friends that always working, always work too much, and. You know, like it's just it's just nonstop, right? Look at like Asia, Hong Kong, especially. Mm. It is the norm to be working past dinner, and you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. like your kids are like, "Hey, daddy, come home." I sorry, I can't. You know, like mm. or you'll be or worse, you'll be at home. It used to be working on your laptop mm. while your kids actually want you to spend time with them. Mm. Um, do you have experience then with people and helping those people like 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 deal with that situation? Um. I, no, I haven't worked. 
I have worked with people, of course, who have work-related stress and things like that. And it's, sometimes it's working out where that stress is coming from. And uh, once you work out where the stress is actually coming from, it's thinking about, okay, what are you going to do about it and what can you do about it? So in some instances, it may actually be that you have an unreasonable working environment and that you maybe you can have a conversation or two, but the only thing you can do is to move away from that situation. That, that can be one scenario. Um, you know, and it's either your health or that job security, but that that's an extreme thing. But um, I think for some people, and, and, and I recognize this myself uh, from, you know, my work experiences, um, some, some of the pressure, it's things that you put on yourself. So a lot of people have, can have really high expectations of themselves. And um, yes, exactly, Choi, me. Yeah, I have pointing at them. Choi's pointing at me <laughs> because I, I do, I work for myself. And and I and, 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 and Choi actually has a network of people working with her and whatever. But yeah. I, 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 I report more stress and I'm my own boss. But this is what I found out that a lot of my previous work-related stress was to do with me and you know the, the the things that I put upon myself and the ex high expectation I have no of that and also working with some challenging people, of course, which uh, you know some of us have been unfortunate enough to to experience. But this is the thing about the world of work; it's all social. It's all yeah. I mean, social interactions. It's social interactions, and yeah. so people much of it has not a people yeah. reacting. I, I so you. very Close little is student. actually about. Um, the actual job that you're doing, a lot of times it comes down to dynamics, relationship dynamics, and there are things you can do, you know, so it's important to be aware of the role that you play within those dynamics um, and, and, and how you, you know, and, and that's what some coaching can help you with to try to sort of reflect on things that you put on your, you know, how you are and the role that you play in the situation being as it is. Um, but that may also help you to realize that actually the situation there is just not on, it's just unhealthy and you, you're you in a situation that's toxic and that's not going to change. I think that happens and that's, a lot. I think yeah. there's a lot of toxic relationship yeah. at workplace. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. It's really, at the end of the day, it's about human relationship. Yeah, exactly. Well. And yeah, exactly. sometimes that overwhelms you, how yeah. you're dealing with other people that you, you forget your own needs. Or exactly. Your own, path or yeah, yeah you're just busy with day-to-day -day survival yeah and how to deal with yes especially a big organization exactly 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 yeah yeah i mean and, and i've worked and you know i've worked with clients who've been yeah, as i said there's one part that it may be you and your high expectations or one of the clients of mine uh in the past she had just been promoted and um you know again from a coaching session we were, she was able to see that um because the promotion it was the first time she became a p manager of people and she was in in the session she was like oh i just want my team to like me or i don't want to let them down or something like that she used that kind of wording and um uh, you know and but what that meant was that she was putting so much pressure on herself that mm. she was becoming ineffective and um you know but from that conversation, she was able to reframe that. And she also realized that although she went up in the hierarchy, she actually had less control yeah. about her day-to-day -day activities. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah, being yeah. higher meant that all the decisions were being made by committees, yeah. boards, and this, that, and the other. 
So right. that you yeah, know, society it, so like it wasn't. Yeah. You have to grab that opportunity. Yeah. If you don't do it, that yeah. is not smart. But actually, it actually, makes you more yeah. unhappy. It can. It yeah. can exactly. Yeah. But sort yeah. of for her realizing that that's what was actually, happening. I'm realizing. I have a friend. She was a lawyer, a, yeah. a Dutch lawyer, a Dutch uh, tax lawyer. Yeah. And she beca- and she lied. She quit a job. Yeah. She lied to a new employer just and, and just became an administration assistant. Right. And I thought that it was so brave. So but she did of it? course, her intellect could not be. At some point, she was yeah, yeah, climbing yeah, yeah. the ladder as well. Yeah, sure. But, but she just years. wanted to get out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Yes. She couldn't take that role. You mean like she was? She, she just, just was so unhappy. She yeah. wasn't happy in okay. that role. Yeah. So and that's actually really. I yeah. really, really. It's very brave. Thought it was really good. Of her. Yeah, yeah. Because it's too, too, too tempting, right? It's, it's always too tempting to take that higher role. Yeah. With the higher. No, but it's society it's tells ex- you exactly. You. Your, your parents your family, tell you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And especially if you're, you know, you're quite academically, you know, you you go to university, and this is it. This is the path your parents put you on. You put yourself on. Yeah. And that's what you're supposed to and do. And it was so Ooh. funny. She literally lied about having a, a, really? a law degree. Really? To get a job? Not having not, it. Not, ha- not having it. So she could become a secretary. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She was much happier. But she lied about her background in order to not get the job? Yeah. In order to get, to the, get job. the job. To get the job. Yeah. Because yeah. if you she, say she, I've been a lawyer, she was yeah. actually working as a secretary in a law firm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm realizing that, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it comes back to like, so it, no, it comes back to like, you know, like what people really want in their life, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, do you, what what do you recommend people do when, um, when, the, when they're like struggling um, and, and, you know, with like all these choices on their own, right? Should they go to a friend? Should they find a coach? Or what, what should they do? Well, it depends. Depends on what they're, um, they, I mean, some friends can be helpful. Just speaking to people about it sometimes, hearing yourself talking about the problem may help you realize that it is a problem. Or, you know, that it might see, help you see something differently. Just having a conversation with anyone. It can be a friend, family member. Um, but working with a coach can also be and but finding the right coach as well and making sure you have that right chemistry because there are you know coaching is not a protected uh, profession people can anyone can call themselves a coach um mm. and um so yeah finding somebody uh, yeah and, and which means that it comes with some risks so um doing your research you know really reaching out having most coaches do chemistry calls having that chemistry call and finding out if this person really has your best interest in mind or if this person is um, just somebody who is um, interested in um, um, who's interested in sorry <laughs> uh, in just you know putting out their own agenda and there yes yeah, I said there are many different uh, they're really good coaches out there and not so good coaches or other kinds of professionals. Um, but working with the co- I, I would recommend it, you know, the kind of insights that you get from that can be useful. Yeah, I totally support that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so uh, thank you, ladies. Uh, it's a good chat. And yeah, so Neris, if, if anybody want to reach out to you, how can they do that? Well, yes, so they can... Uh, 
contact me by uh, visiting my website, which is www.thecareerlounge.co without an M at the end, so it's .co, uh, or contact me on LinkedIn. All right, cool. We'll Nariz Gito. Yes, Nariz Gito. Yeah, we'll try to put your link as well. Fine. Uh, Excellent. Show. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, thank it's you, It's been guys. good chatting with you both. Yes. All right. Yeah, it's been... Well. Yeah. a lot. Thank you, Nariz. Oh. Thank you, guys. Thank you.